Ohio gozaimas, watashi nu ki o daisi nai, and good morning, my brothers and sisters. This is our 18th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your hosts, the backlog gaming Brazilian mountaineer, Lucas Ham. Also to my left, the judge, jury, an executioner of fake news, the quiet man himself, Patrick Novosil. All right, so was that Japanese? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, all right. The guy who refuses to watch Superman but can make you laugh in three words or less, Arani Johantis. Hello. And last, but certainly not least, a man with music in his heart and Doctor Who on his brain, our very own little riding champion, Mark Boucher. Hi. I'm I'm still trying to recuperate from playing that masterpiece. But oh, we'll get man, more into that. Was, oh no, you should have been riding on a high. That was one of the best streams <laughs> I've ever watched. <laughs> it was a momentous occasion, just like this 18th episode. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. We don't have cookies, but we have fun. And if it's not your first time, then welcome back. You should get an award. In fact, I think it's in the mail right now. Congratulations. So guys, wait. We what are we sending week. in the mail? Don't worry about I, it. You, you didn't send. Yeah, hopefully, it. Well, hopefully that wasn't my part because Ronnie, you were supposed to send it. What are you talking about? I told you. I thought it was Mark was supposed. To. I I subbed that was, out to Mark. He was, he was busy being the champion, the little riding champion. True story. That dub, double pressure on him. <clears throat> you don't Absolutely. have an award in the mail. Nobody okay. nobody has any awards. Yeah. If I was in charge of it, nobody has any. Man, good thing terrible. you're not in charge of it. That's right. Yes. I actually put Mark in charge of that for some reason, and I forgot. No! Little riding champion. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> oh, man. So, guys, we are one week into the new year. How are those resolutions going? Done. <laughs> Fantastic. Congratulations. <laughs> you win 2019, Patrick. <laughs> That's impressive, man. Seven days in. Holy smokes. I am working on it. I told I said I was gonna get twelve platinums. I got one so far. I got the Madden nineteen yeah. one. Look at you. Yeah. So working on a couple others right now for sure. So I'm working on it. All right. How about you, Mark? <sighs> okay. Confession time. Let's hear it. Oh no. Uh oh. So I have done so far well. One of the of the uh, of my New Year's seven resolution. days. Yeah, seven days. I've done well. I've done one of my two resolutions. Okay. Which which one? So I've streamed for sure. <laughs> All right. Um. Unfortunately, I I fell behind in my in my Bible reading, which okay is awful. But you but, know what? It's it's early. Yeah. You got some. You you just gotta <clears throat> take a little time. That's, a, that's some easy catching up to do. Yeah. Skip a meal. Uh, or don't don't <laughs> go into work one day and just, just listen to the listen get to, to reading. Read yeah, man. While you're eating the meal, maybe. Well, okay, <laughs> fine. You can. That's not quite as hardcore. We're looking for God's looking for hardcore readers here. So, uh, yeah. how about you? Yeah, it's all right, man. At least at least you were able to get it out, and now I think I think it's going to help you do better. So, how about you, Ronnie? 
Uh, so far, uh, I agreed to watch the all the Marvel movies. I have uh, not watched one yet, but I think pace-wise, I'm still in good shape for the 365 days since we're only seven in. Yeah, don't forget don't forget about other movies, but maybe we'll talk about that later. Even though I already brought it up, I think in your introduction. I think you get a clean slate in the new year. To be honest, nope. Sorry, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> not off the hook, sir. <laughs> not at all. Uh, I've been doing pretty good with mine. I've, I think I've journaled out of the seven days. I've journaled three or four days. I think four days I've journaled. Um, I've been keeping up pretty well with my Bible reading. Uh, I've not gotten a platinum yet, but I did. Uh, I did play some games, which I'll talk about in my update later. I also have formed a little bit of a support group on Twitter with our buddy Lim at Bad Gamer Elite, uh, another guy named Benji Kong that I stumbled upon in the Twitter sphere, and then also my buddy Ken in Pittsburgh at Kenneth DL. Uh, we all have the common cause of playing only our backlog games and not buying a game in 20,000, 20, no, in 2019. So uh, we're, uh, I'm, I'm quickly forming a little group of, a little support group, so we're going to keep each other accountable and keep the good times rolling. Nice. Beyond, beyond that, uh, I, before we got into the thick of things, I wanted to wish you guys a happy pizza week. It started yesterday, and it's all this week. All right, Pe- what kind of pizza? Any Just any, any pizza? pizza. That's that's the beauty of pizza. It can See, be some, you some want pizzas. It to be. I'm like, ah, that's that's not a happy pizza. I mean, like you, you throw some some gross ingredients on it. It's like that's how can you Wait, celebrate now, it with that? What do you no, what do you mean anchovies. by gross don't put ingredients? anchovies on it? Don't put anchovies. Yeah, I need to know as well. Oh yeah, yeah. no anchovies. I'll get, I'll go. I can get behind that. That's that's absolute absolutely disgusting to yeah, put don't, anchovies. Don't say hey, let's uh, let's get the two times the mushroom toppings. Well, like what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing here? Oh, uh, see, I love mushrooms. Oh, mushrooms are two good. Times Did mushrooms? you say two times? Oh, two times mushrooms. See, see like, like uh, I, little... can, I can handle double? mushrooms on it, but don't don't double up. And I can't do that. Well, I mean, it depends. If you're a fun guy like Ronnie. <laughs> you know somebody who doubles up? <laughs> I don't know. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is this a personal attack, Patrick? Who are you personally? Oh, no, 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 no. Or uh-huh. put salad on a pizza? Like, I don't, like don't do that. Salad. If you like... want salad, just have a salad. True like, story. Sal- Preach it, brother. Preach it, brother. <laughs> now, now, here's what I want to know is what are your preferred toppings? Like, I'd like each of us to just share real quick in honor of Happy Pizza Week. Um, what what are your preferred toppings? Bacon Mark, go. and pepperoni. Oh, no. Oh, yep. Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Sorry. Too late. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, no. Go ahead, I Patrick. You already said Mark, it. Mark, you go. Say it again nice and loud. Loud and proud. Ba- bacon and pepperoni. All right. Sounds good. I can Pretty get much. that. All the meats. Yeah. Well, I was going to say with Patrick's, you got two good meats. Why don't you just put more good meats on it? So Absolutely. I mean, if, I, mean I could. I think, like throw some sausage and ham on there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Why not? For sure. True story. I actually had uh, pizza tonight. Oh, look at you celebrating pizza week. Yeah. Good job. Getting off to a good start. Yeah. How about you, Ronnie? Double mushrooms? It is not double mushrooms. I do like mushrooms on pizza, but I don't. I don't normally get it. Um, my favorite. Uh, my favorite thing on a pizza is like chicken and mushrooms, like caramelized. Mu- or I'm sorry, chicken. <laughs> I was talking about mushrooms. Chicken and onions. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm okay. like caramelized mushrooms. I don't think I've ever. <laughs> yeah. Had that, dude. Last time I had 
mushrooms on a pizza, I threw up like horribly. So, needless to say, I don't put mushrooms Was on it a pizza. Because of the mushrooms, or you were just sick? Uh, well, I was only sick for one night, so <clears throat> I'm assuming sometimes it... that's that's all it takes. Sometimes. Did you also eat a bunch of candy by any chance? Negative. Spoiled your dinner. Shame on you. Shame on you, sir. You have been busted. I did not have candy. I did not. Well, my favorite toppings on a pizza are sometimes controversial, much like socks with sandals. But I love me a good old-fashioned Hawaiian pizza with ham, pineapple, sometimes bacon, depending on if it's properly crisped. Now, that is a very divisive, bold statement to say that you like Hawaiian pizza. I will because fight you right now. That is I, am, I, will, I will fight you first. I am on board. <laughs> All right, let's have everybody else vote. I will fight you harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. on the same team. I like that pizza too. Ah, good. I got Ronnie on my side. That's good enough. Abomination. <laughs> no, let's save the bad uh, villain talk for later, okay? True story. Uh, beyond that, we don't have any other holidays we need to talk about, but we do have... Um, a celebration that we need to talk about, and that is we celebrated 10 reviews this past weekend. 10 iTunes reviews. Woo-hoo. Isn't that right, Mr. Mark? Woo-hoo. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. Now, I know we- we're going to get into your personal update later, but let's go ahead and just share about your experience about becoming the little riding champion. <laughs> no. Oh, how was it? He's he's my little riding champion. For yeah, those <laughs> for Go those ahead. that are joining us for the first time, we got ten reviews last week, and for those ten reviews, Mark agreed to do something crazy, and the craziest thing he could think of was to buy the girliest video game that he could find, pay fifteen dollars for it, and then play it this past Saturday for a good couple hours, and love it to death, to tears almost, and uh, we got to experience it with him. So, Mark, go ahead, tell us about becoming my little riding champion. Oh, the the word jank does not even begin to scratch the surface of of what this game was, but it almost comes around to exquisite because of that. <laughs> uh, and it was more so enjoyable because we had other people involved laughing along with me, including yourself, Lucas. Um, yes. But, uh, yeah, the graphics were basically, like, PUBG uh, game preview graphics. Um, whoa, whoa. I whoa. mean, is that is that really fair? One, how many people do we know that actually know PUBG graphics? <clears throat> PUBG was an artist's tapestry compared to this game. This is like PS2 game, right? I don't even know. If it, was like, it was like late PS1 game. PS1 and a half. <laughs> PlayStation 1.5 D. Yeah, it uh, was it was it was bad. Like it was, it was like pretty bad. It was like Game Boy Advance graphics. Um, and the voice and the voice acting was like Shinmu levels of voice acting or Shenmue. Oh. Oh, phone, phoned it in is like I think I think most of them literally phoned it in. That's that's how bad the voice acting was. Like it was all stagnant. Like I just, I just remember we were talking about this before the pod, recording the podcast. Like the one line was okay, fine, bye, and it was just the ugh, 
all the voice acting was horrible and the inflections were just way off um there believe it or not was an actual story to it um apparently your character um her uncle has died and has left to her uh this huge riding stable i guess kind of thing yeah Uh, and the beginning of the game i mean they like just like totally blow past it and like dumb it down so you have no emotions (laughs) towards it she's like oh okay so my uncle has died i guess i have to take care of this ranch it's like what? It's like, oh, all right. And I love how the, see you later. The, yeah. the first like forty five seconds is like info dump central, and it's hilarious. It's like I remember when my uncle used to bring me here when I was a kid, but he's gone now. And I was like, what? Is he? He's dead? And then and then another character confirmed that. He's like, your uncle has died. I'm like, okay, that confirms it. I guess so. Uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so apparently he has bequeathed to her this this riding stable, um, and uh, the, the just so happens, you know, thanks, Uncle, the, the place that the place is in like financial um, a financial downturn, and basically the only way that you can save this riding stable is to enter this tournament, this uh, horseback riding tournament, and. Um, and win first place because then you'll get money and it'll save the the stable. So, yeah, thanks, Uncle. And then of course they introduce your arch, your uh, of course your your arch rival, Cornelia, who, who talks uh, like a fifty year old smoker. But yeah, the, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but looks like a twenty five year old, you know, horse riding champion, I guess. Yeah. Champion. Champion. Hey, but at least Mark, at least your uncle gives you uh, the most beautiful Dalmatian colored spotted horse with blonde hair that you've ever seen in your life. I mean, <laughs> there was tell one you what, point, Mark. That was one good looking horse, horse, man. You took the back, you took the horse back to the stable and you were cleaning it. You're like, oh, this is just dirt. <laughs> and you're cleaning it. Nope, that's still Dalmatian spots. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's still that's the actual horse. <laughs> Well, I've oh. seen horses like that before that have spots like that, but never with like blonde a blonde mane like that. <laughs> well, it's like a Long woman's. It's like hair. yeah, it's like a woman's blonde hair. Like, I've never seen a horse with that kind of hair even. It's like and, curled and everything. Yeah. And the first thing <laughs> that like they have to do, blonde. of course, is is like clean the horse off because the horse is apparently dirty. Which you randomly find the horse in the forest. Um, well, it's grieving for the uncle. No one else is grieving for the uh, uncle, so the uh, horse might as well do it. So you're a horse thief now as well? Yes. Well, it's your it's your land, so technically your horse. Um, but, yeah, you basically have to follow its uh, hoof prints, and it leads you into the forest where you find this horse. And then no sooner do you meet your horse, which I named Tartarus. Um, oh, very appropriately. Yeah, you did. Yes. Um then you meet Cornelia, which, as Lucas mentioned, sounds like a fifty-year-old chain smoker, um, and and then of course you have to take the horse back to the riding stable, and you have to clean the horse off, as we talked about. So uh, there were three different ways you clean the horse off, and it basically, um, when you do that, it improves the morale of your horse. Um, it listens to you more, and and so 
Um, I still can't believe I'm talking about this game. Uh, but um, <laughs> I have I mean, why flashbacks you? of The Quiet Man and we're trying to review <laughs> that game. <laughs> but well, you know um, what, Mark? This game was a hit with my kids. I mean, they asked me. I'm pretty sure today they asked me, <laughs> is, is he going to play more of that game? And then they laughed and giggled. I don't know that I would take that as a compliment to the game or yeah. you know, your writing skills, but still, they wanted to watch more. They, they just were know a good time. They just know good comedy when they see it. Yeah, um, you're you're just an entertainer, Mark. Yep. You are natural dance monkey dance. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, so then obviously you get to clean out the horse, and um, apparently you have to like clean underneath its hooves, which apparently you have to. It looks like you have to clean crap off of its hooves, um, which was interesting. And so then it's all good, and the and the horse is all happy with you and stuff, and. Uh, so, and the controls are janky as all get out. Um, it can't, you can't really move the horse very well. Uh, the horse is not responsive, especially when jumping. You have to probably time your jumps about two seconds earlier than you think you should. Um, because it was, it was just awful. And you saw evidence of that when I was doing the training. Um, because, (laughs) because trying to... Basically, you'd have this point where you'd enter into a training uh, field or whatever, and uh, they had like those little, um, I don't even know what you call them, the, the things that the, the horse jumps over. Jumping um, posts? I yeah, know. I guess. Yeah. Um, and basically, you had to jump over a series of those in order to level up your horse. And uh, yeah, the first several times of trying to to do that were very difficult because trying to uh, maneuver the horse and get it to jump when it's supposed to is a nightmare in that game. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, at the end of each and every day, you basically go back to your house and go to sleep. Um, And also, you can change the wardrobe and and appearance of your character. So I changed my, my character to, like, 90s rocker chick. Um which was awesome. Oh yeah. And, and so, and then, uh, there's a part where you get to go into town. Uh, there's a nearby town, which the map is huge. There's really not a lot to do, but the map itself is huge. Um, and so you go into town and, uh, you meet, uh, several people there and you also do like little side missions where I literally had to take my horse and attach it to like a, a, a cart and deliver wood to someone like to these, a hermit yeah to a hermit who who would not come out and he was very mean and like the worst part this is the worst part i think of this game was the fact that it made me take the long way around this big lake and it took like 10 minutes to get to this stupid guy's house to drop off wood and then for all of my troubles and all that time I spent doing that, it gave, he get the guy gave me thirty bucks, and I was like, hey, "You th- suck." That was that was a hard earned <laughs> thirty bucks. Now, Mark, I don't want you to give away the farm, so if ha! our listeners want to check it out, you can find that video on YouTube. I think it's still on Twitch also. You can it check is. out the adventures of Mark halfway through or two ter- two thirds of the way through. My my kids and I join him for the fun. And we join him on the journey. But you can check that out. Out of uh, 
out of about a hundred horse hooves, how many horse hooves would you give it, Mark? The game in your first two hours of playing. I I give it one shaving of poop that I that I took <laughs> off the horse's hoof. Wow. <laughs> That was very wasn't gen- that game, generous. Wasn't that game like twenty dollars? It was fifteen dollars, and it was it, on sale. Yeah, it was <laughs> actually it was twenty dollars, and then he got it on sale for fifteen dollars, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Which was a oh, big bargain, deal. let me tell you. Hey man, um, the things we do. Here, here we are, and here's the the big announcement. There will be a part two. Yeah, I was Ooh. hoping you would say that. <laughs> So you'll you'll have to pay attention to our Twitter feeds to to find out when that's going to be. But yes, I will continue. I cannot wait. I cannot get ready wait for. for this. Apparently, yeah. there is a ghost in the game. Yeah, you. When I heard about that trophy, you got to find that ghost, man. Yeah, some of these trophies have like zero percent of people have gotten it. So it's yeah. all yours if you get one. It's time for some. <laughs> Little Rodden Champion Saturdays. <laughs> That's not a thing. Let's not make that a thing. Shout out to uh, <laughs> Gabe Patillo and his Shinmu Saturdays. Mm-hmm. For that sure. inspired. That's now inspired Mark to do his own Saturday Twitch streaming. Um, so the plan is from here, uh, we have 10 reviews. When we get five more, I am going to do something crazy. So please like, subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes. And we will keep the good times rolling. And then once we reach 20, Ronnie's going to do something crazy. And then from there, who knows what's going to happen. We'll just go one step at a time. But uh, it's definitely going to be fun. I don't know how I can top both uh, Patrick's hot sauce challenge and Mark's wonderful play uh, Twitch stream of that beautiful game. But I'm going to do my best. So... Once we get five more reviews, we'll find out what kind of crazy thing I'm going to do from down here in Brazil. But you know, in this podcast, we don't want people to just listen, but to connect and participate. So if you are new, check us out on the Discord, which is a type of super positive forum chat room kind of deal where a couple dozen folks from around the world chat together. And uh, every week on Twitter, we send out our link. So check us out on Twitter at the GMG podcast. If you're not following us already, we do updates and ask questions and give you a chance to write in for questions on the show and all that uh, there. Also, you can give suggestions or ask questions through our email, the good morning guys at gmail.com, or you can call and leave a message by phone at 929-GMG-GUYS. With that, guys, I think it's time for us to tell our listeners something good about what's been going on in our lives. So why don't we start out with Patrick? How's your week been going, buddy? Well, the uh, past week has been actually pretty good. Uh, Yeah, good. You had me doubting for a moment. (laughs) (laughs) So the last week, uh, since the last time we podcast, we had uh, New Year's Day come along. So on uh, New Year's Eve, uh, we had uh, my wife's brother, his wife, and their three kids. And then her dad came over uh, just to hang out. They came over about 630, and they were here until about 1230. Um and we just hung out, um, played a lot of the VR that I have. So they, they had tested out Beat Saber. They tested out all my other VR. And then for about four hours, uh, we played Jackbox. Nice. And we played Jackbox Very Pack nice. 2 and 3. Those are the only ones mm-hmm. I have. But uh, the, the fan favorite was Quiplash. 
Uh, they absolutely oh, yeah. love that. So we played that for a long time. It was, it was actually pretty cool because um, everyone could play. Uh, we had six people that were playing, including my daughter. She's, you know, she's eight. So uh, she has a, you know, we gave her one of those, you know, iPhone five old phones. Uh, so she was able to participate too. So um, that's fun. There were a lot <laughs> when you're working, when you're, when you're playing with an eight year old, you know, you try to uh, play uh, to that audience. So there were a lot of, uh, there were a lot of poop jokes. Of course. <laughs> uh, speaking of poop, every time Mark cleaned poop off the his horse in that game, my kids, they laughed so hard. They were just like, <laughs> clean a poop I, off that horse. I See? bet they laughed. Yeah. 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 Young kids, I mean, yeah. you throw poop in there, they're going to vote for you every time. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I don't know what, to, when I want my kids to laugh and I don't know what to do, I'm just like, poop. And they're just like, ah, <laughs> exactly. You're so you funny, get a snicker. Dad. You get a chuckle yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we played that, and then uh, all kid, all the kids. So we had four, four kids, five kids. Yeah, five kids. What kind so, of what kind of language is that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you speak it is gibberish. Uh, it is so. Okay, uh, there are three enough. kids there, uh, and then my two kids. They, all of them stayed up past midnight, which was the first time they all p- stayed up past midnight uh, on New Year's Eve. Um, so that was kind of cool to hang out with them and uh, experienced uh, New Year's uh, with them. We went outside and did fireworks and all that, so um, do some poppets and, and things like that. So they had a, good, they had a great time. It was nice um, to actually cool. do that. Um, and then on New Year's Day, uh, I did my stream for the uh, opening 100 loot boxes in Overwatch while also telling 100 dad jokes. So yeah, uh, you did. That was an absolute blast to stream. And I streamed for about, it took about an hour and 10 minutes, hour and 15 minutes. Um, but it was kind of weird because uh, I am telling jokes to n- no one, pretty much. You know, I'm like, I'm telling a joke and no one's laughing, no one's snickering. I don't get yeah, any reaction. You're telling you a know, joke, other than, you're not getting feedback. Yeah. <laughs> all I'm getting is like a five to 10 second delay of, boo or that was funny <laughs> yeah so You're like yeah you, it was you did well with it though i mean it was obvious that it was a little uncomfortable uh i unfortunately was very disappointed that i missed the actual stream but i watched it later on and yeah. i i think i think some of us in the the group would definitely be willing to get on there and just be you know canned laughter for you just be ready to laugh at the the jokes in the background or you know join you next yeah. time but it was still funny you had some you had some pretty good jokes in there. Yeah, I, I mean I, seventy Overwatch jokes and thirty random jokes. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that, I'll be honest, the Overwatch jokes went over my head, but that too fast, too curious joke with Sonic <laughs> and Curious <laughs> yes. George, and then the other one that I really liked was Wii U, Wii U, that Wii U joke yeah. with. The, <laughs> yeah. The so if yeah. anyone wants to uh, check that out, it's on the Good Morning Guys uh, YouTube channel, so you can catch that that out in its entirety hour and 15 minutes um yeah it's a good time it's a good uh, one you can just put on in the background and listen to the jokes while you're doing other stuff that's what i did right it was good yeah i mean right. it's fine yeah. sure it's a good one uh and then um then that's pretty much uh what i've done pretty much that's been different this past week um on the gaming front i've taken a week off of red dead and i took a week off of call of duty um only because pretty much my new year's resolution i wanted to platinum 12 games so I was working on those and my buddy Chris came over on Friday night and we were working on the Madden 19 trophies together. Um, we, uh, I get 
play, playing Madden 19, my bro, my buddy and I would play almost every Friday night. And we play about four games, four or five games every Friday night. So a lot of the trophies that I got just came naturally. Uh, yeah. So it wasn't really a grind or anything. Uh, but I finally, uh, um, on Saturday of this past weekend, uh, I got the uh, Platinum for Madden 19, which only 0.1% of people have gotten. So I don't know if that's just because people don't go after Platinums for sports games or if it's tough or if it takes too long um i have no idea but um it's one of those ultra rare trophies so i was kind of excited to actually get that one yeah sports Um, games in general uh in terms of trophy hunting can be really difficult because for people because a lot of times either someone will only play multiplayer or they'll only play by themselves or they'll like they won't always play all the different options that you have in the sports games and usually so sport with those sports games you have lots of options and if you don't play all of those really consistently or you know often enough you're not going to get a lot of those trophies so that's right. really that's really a good first trophy to get for the year that's a very commendable trophy cuz those sports trophies are definitely hard to get for yeah, sure yeah and i think i think generally uh people who play Madden 19, they're generally not trophy hunters anyway. They're mainly just playing to play. Um, right. Or at least that's what I would assume. But I'm sure there are people out there that would go for that, including yourself. Well, so. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I wasn't really going for the for the platinum trophy on this one. I was just playing the game. Uh, and then after Friday night, I only had, like, four trophies to get. Uh, uh, so on Saturday, I was like, well, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a couple hours and get these final four trophies, you know? So and that's yeah. the best way, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it was not not yeah. bad. So I was able to grab that. That's one. great, dude. Yeah, For sure. Uh, and then I'm also working on. So after that, I started working on the Onrush Platinum Trophy. Uh, played a little bit with you, Lucas. Uh, played a little bit with the the community, Tim Pollen, um, this past weekend. Uh, so that was kind of cool. Um, I am uh, two trophies away from getting the platinum on that one. Um, it's just yeah, only a matter of time. It's just, just completing the, the story, the campaign or whatever it is, the challenges. Um, uh, so I'll probably, uh, get that one, uh, within the next couple weeks or so. And then, uh, actually last night I played, uh, a ton of Beat Saber. Uh, I probably played maybe about five hours of Beat Saber and, uh, oh, smokes. Yeah. One <laughs> of the, a couple of the trophies were difficult. You know, you had to get on expert, you had to get, uh, 15 songs without missing a note um and that was the most grueling sweat inducing experience uh it was i was very very tired after after that five hours uh but i got all those trophies um i got the campaign trophy last night um so the only trophy i only have one trophy left on on beat saber until i get the platinum so i'm really working on my resolution uh this year so i should have i should have three platinums i would say within the next couple weeks for sure yeah buddy nice you are are definitely ahead of the curve that's great i i I am so uh but yeah uh that is it for me how about you ronnie what's going on with you well um i had a couple of things that are worth noting the first one and probably my favorite one. So if I am ever walking around the house um, and I come up with like a random thought, I have like post-it notes that I have like setting on my kitchen and it could be like a random thought to talk about on the podcast or whatever. So me and some of my friends stayed up on Saturday night playing cards until about 4 a.m. And I finally went to bed a little after that and I woke up just in like a hazy sleep 
days when I when I got up like on Sunday morning. And I was sitting there and I get a Pop Tart out. And this Pop Tart, it they're blueberry Pop Tarts, first of all, because they're the best. All right. That's, but, that's um, okay. I'll allow it. I, I pull out this Pop Tart and one whole half of it is just crust and the other half is like a Pop Tart. So it's like a mutant Pop Tart. What? <laughs> and the yeah. one half that's like it was just the crust. There was just no filling, and there was no icing. It just was nothing. That, it was like a wafer. That needs that's to go a, in the trash. That's a rip off. Did you take a picture of this? Did you tweet Burn that Pop Tarts? Yeah, mm-hmm. you need to tweet them. Regurgitate that and tweet it to them, please. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I had a glass of milk. I just ate it. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't. Gotta, I mean, I wasn't. Ha- I wasn't happy about gotta, it either. You got to up your standards, man. Come on. <laughs> I was on four hours of sleep. I didn't make a good decision. Fair enough. So, anyways, I think. And I'm not sure if this is because it was early morning and I was still tired because I went back to bed for like, you know, four hours after this. But I'm pretty sure the second half had like twice as much filling. And then I thought to myself, what if they had double stuffed pop tarts like they do Oreos? <laughs> yes. All right. Now that I why can don't they behind. have that? Why don't they uh, have that? I don't, know. I don't know. Speaking of tweeting at Pop-Tarts, there's another tweet opportunity at Pop-Tarts. I feel like we need to get to the patent office. <laughs> you just you got to get the thing started on Twitter, man. Start start tweeting. Why don't we just start get, double yeah, stuff and ev- double stuff and everything? Let's yeah, let's just create a movement, the double stuff movement and you just double stuff everything I in your I feel life. like Oreo would sue I mean, us at that point. They've already mega stuffed the Oreo, you know. Like they're already two steps behind with Pop Tarts. <laughs> well, anyways, we're just so that was my, my week. Basically, my week was very boring, other than pretty much that. And uh, obviously, had friends over, had a good time on Saturday. Um, but last night, I discovered a game. When my buddies are over, we'll go and look, see if there's any free games out there or anything like that. And we downloaded this game called Rocket League. If you guys are familiar with that. Yeah. Yes, we are. I've heard the name. So I had never heard of this game at all. And I was uh, I rediscovered on Sunday that I had just downloaded the game because we downloaded on Saturday and ended up playing cards. And I played for like four hours last night of Rocket League. Just online match play. Wow. Yeah. I am... Uh, I, yeah, I'm like I'm. Not, I just put down Red Dead Redemption to the side, and I'm like, all right, I'm playing these games. It's basically soccer with Hot Wheels. That is correct. True yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It is. Right? It's so much fun. Yeah. And it's actually, do you know, Ronnie? It's a sequel. Uh, the first game was called something to the effect of Rocket Rocket Cars Rocket. Ah, oh, shoot, I didn't look it up, so I, you can't fact check me on this. But it was like. <laughs> Crazy, stupid rocket cars. Mark, help me. You're the video game guy. Save me. <laughs> I, nope, I can't save you on this one, unfortunately. This, this parachute's a knapsack. Oh. <laughs> oh, did you know that this was a sequel to something I don't know? <laughs> to a game that I forget the name of, but it was really complicated and long. I'll keep stalling, post it Lucas. on Twitter. Stalling. I'll keep vamping. But it's stalling. crazy. Uh, and actually, that game, was it two years ago it was free, Patrick, on PS Plus? I'm wanting to say it was two um, years ago. Yeah, I would say it's about two years ago for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when it when it was first released on PlayStation, it was uh, PS Plus. You could get it free, and it still sold like hotcakes. Like even though people had PS Plus, like it's it sold yeah. millions of copy on the 
copies on the PlayStation, and then it went over to Xbox, and it it warms my heart, Ronnie, that you've discovered this game because this game is is fun. I know Patrick and I have both platinum the game. If I had an Xbox, I would be playing with you right now. I'd say let's record later or let's just play while we're recording. It would have been. Oh man, it would be. It worth just it. totally hooked me, and I realized well, it's like two in the morning. I gotta work. Like, <laughs> I gotta go to bed. It's like I got I got caught in the one more game like 35 times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One more game mentality just continued for the entire night. Right. Yeah. All right, Lucas. Uh, I'm putting in the safety net for you. What's it called? It's called Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars. Yes. Is that an Isn't acronym that... for something? That's really the Tartarus. name of the game. That's an acronym is... for Tartarus. N- negative. No. <laughs> no, that is really in the name. Came out in yeah. 2008 for the PS3. Yep. Oh, That's the no name wonder of the original no one knows game. about it. Yeah, and then they came out with the sequel, and they're like, "Expialidocious." Okay, yeah, (laughs) let's call it Rocket League. That's like great idea. People can actually repeat it, unlike this dumb animal right here that couldn't even say it the first time. Yeah, but when that came out, when they came out uh, a couple years ago, uh, my buddy Chris and I, you know, on Friday nights, uh, we put Madden aside and we played that game. uh, Yeah, that game was so fun. Yep, it's sure. got that split screen on it, so you can play it a couple couple people at a time if you have some friends over. Yeah, yeah, you can have like a guest join you online. I saw that. Um, yeah, so I'm basically discovering this game for the first time, and I'm like, man, how has nobody ever told me about this game? So, and it brings me. There's one other thing, and it made me think of, and this is like a bizarre game reference. Maybe one of you guys have ever played this game. So it was a game for the original Xbox, and it was called. It was one of the test drive games, but it was Eve of Destruction. It was like a demolition derby game. Hmm. No. Anybody ever ever heard of it? Nope. No, I don't. I don't recall in, that one. Can't say that. In I that demolition derby game, they had soccer with cars. Really? And basically, yeah, you you have your like demolition cars, and you can like knock all the other cars out of the way and all this stuff. But it was just a giant soccer ball that you pushed and you scored by uh, pushing it down the field and everything. Huh. And I was like, huh. I always thought it was a cool idea back in that game, and it's like pretty sweet now with these little Hot Wheel cars. Right. Mm-hmm. It's cool. But that but that really was about the only two interesting things uh, in my week. What uh, what about you, Lucas? I don't know, Mark. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I guess we're going to me. All right. Yeah, let's transition to you, buddy. Uh, besides besides becoming our little riding champion, what else were you up to this past week? Okay. So so New Year's Eve, uh Hung out with uh, my in-laws for New Year's Eve, as well as another buddy of mine, um, as well as my wife. Um, And we basically hung out, had a bunch of good food. And then my dad, my my father-in-law actually suggested, um, because he, for Christmas, had actually gotten me the, I think I told you guys, I got the the Batman Anthology Blu-ray set. Which has the, the the original Burton movies plus Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, um, but uh, so uh, yeah, I got that for Christmas, and my father in law suggested on New Year's Eve that we watch Batman. So we watched Batman at, right before we rung in the New Year, which was nice. awesome. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. So um, and then New Year's Day. Um, had a little bit of moving to do, uh, and finally got the the Tartarus bookshelf in yeah, our did. office here. 
Oh, nice! So, Look out! So it is here. I feel like the office is complete now because mm-hmm. now we have a little. Um, you guys can see behind me this little, uh, this little chair that uh, that my wife sits in. Um, so yeah, it's it's her chair from. She's had it for. You can't see it at all. Okay. Um, <laughs> see a, l- could, a little piece of it. It could be maybe a chair. I guess so. Is it got flowers on it? It does. It does have flowers on it. Okay. Yeah, I see the bottom half of it. So okay, well, we'll it's take there. your word for it. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Uh, so for those not not watching because you can't watch, <laughs> there's a, there's a chair there. for all of you that can't watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so New Year's Day we did we did some moving and did some cleanup stuff uh, to bring some more order to our house. Which was great. Um, also played played some onrush with with Patrick and uh, and I think Lucas, you were there at one point too. I think we played onrush a couple of times. I know we played onrush with um, I played with you, Patrick, and with like um, was it was it Tim? Tim, 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 yeah, Tim Paul was there. For yeah. Sure. Yep. yeah, I missed that one, but okay. I was there in spirit. Sweet. <laughs> um, and and so the only other thing that was out of the ordinary um, was last night we had our uh, uh, you know our annual not annual but weekly uh, exploding kittens time and uh, and so we had probably the most epic game of exploding kittens I think I've ever played. And I can't explain it to you because it won't make any sense to you without you actually knowing how to play the game. But uh, is it like is it like you shoved a bunch of Mentos in the cat and poured some Diet Coke in there? And hey, boom. you know what, Lucas? Lucas, it's exactly not like that at all. All right, fantastic. <laughs> I'm glad I could help. Anytime you um, need me, I'll be yeah. here all night. It's like a game of operation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, no, it was it was pretty cutthroat towards the end of the game, and I ended up winning, which was awesome. I had like an ace in the hole kind of card uh, that basically saved me and helped me to win the game. Uh, it's kind of crazy, um, but yeah, uh, gaming wise, basically it was Onrush and my little riding champion, and that says a lot. <laughs> so, which one was better? I would take Onrush any day over liar over fake news fake news. <laughs> Only to you. Only to you. Uh, okay, so hold on. <laughs> let's let's recap what happened earlier in the podcast. So you say you're going to stream again for My Little Riding Champion, but you're not you streaming at all of non Onrush. So yeah. uh, I he's think, got you there. I think you love it. <laughs> I'm only doing that purely for entertainment value, not because I enjoy the game itself. Sure. Keep telling yourself that. Mm-hmm. Wink. I wink. will keep telling myself that because it's <laughs> factual. It is real news. But uh, that is pretty much my week. Lucas, ca- can we take it back to you now? No, no. I think we should keep going with you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I think you have more to say. Wink, wink. Encore. <laughs> uh, before we get into my week, I did have to ask 
uh, Ronnie because I did not officially ask him. For the unlucky 13th time and the first time in 2019, did you happen to watch at least the trailer of Superman? No. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Moving on. And moving on. And we're moving on. So this uh, past week, I got a lot of good family time in. As I've shared in the past, my family is on vacation. My kids and my wife all go to the same school. And so they've all been home. We got a nice little holiday vacation, summer vacation down here in Brazil because it is most definitely summer in Brazil. It's it's upper 80s, lower 90s every day. The only thing that saves us right now is that it rains every afternoon. Um, today was a different day. It did not rain. So right now it is a good mid to upper 80s outside and uh, about the same in my house. So I am a sweating madman right now, but I am surviving. Uh, We did get a day to go to uh, what some would call the Central Park of Sao Paulo called Ibirapuera, and it was a really fun time with my family. Uh, My daughter got to ride her new bike that she got around Christmas time. Uh, My son used a scooter, and then my wife and in-laws, they walked, and then I got to ride my daughter's pink scooter with handlebar streamers all over the park, and it was a blast. There are definitely pictures and videos and I may or may not be sharing them with you later. Uh, Beyond that, yes, beyond that, fun time at the park. Uh, My wife and I also had a date night, which was very nice. Uh, We went out out to a restaurant called Coco Bamboo and had this nice little shrimp and rice meal. It was just really tasty. The the shrimp was amazing. Um, And then after that, we went and watched Bumblebee. And I... Nice. I will have to say, I haven't watched the other Transformer movies in a while, but it definitely is at least in my top two for the Transformers movie. And nice. overall, I would have to give it 8.76 All Sparks out of 11, which <laughs> which really is pretty much 4 out of 5, but a little bit of off of 9 out of 10. So it just depends on how you look at it. Um, other than you. that... <laughs> <laughs> no, I really I really did enjoy the movie. And I would and I would say that it you know, I know you guys already mentioned Bumblebee already, so I won't go too much into it, but it really had a lot of heart and I really liked the shout the shoutbacks, no. The shout outs to the eighties cartoon and some of the just the simple just the simple storyline and just uh how they had everything laid out. It was really it was really cool. Uh beyond that Continuing with movies, my wife and I continued phase two of the MCU uh, challenge in game prep for this coming April. We watched Captain America 2 Winter Soldier, and I still nice. love it. That's a good one. I don't one. know if... I like yeah, it. Yeah, I, I can't wait, Ronnie, till you watch these movies for the first time and we get to talk about them probably in November or December when you're like scrambling to watch these movies at the last minute to accomplish your resolution. But uh, man, Winter Soldier is... Is such a good movie, and I find it to be more, one of the more unique movies in the MCU because it's more of a spy spy movie, more like a James Bond kind of movie. I really, I really dig yeah, it. Yeah, uh, sure. my wife actually said that she liked it less than when she watched it the first time, which I was a little disappointed in. Um, and she said overall that she thinks the second movies of all the the different superheroes, all their second movies, she finds them all to be the weakest across the board. And I thought that was an interesting thought, like Iron Man two. Uh, Thor 2, uh, even Avengers 2, you know, when you think about it, it is an interesting thought that a lot of the sequels, the number twos of, uh, 
of of those MCU movies are are weaker than their first films and the third films. But maybe yeah, guys disagree. I mean, if, you, but, if you look at it, like yeah, Thor: Dark World was worse than the first for sure. Um, yeah, and Iron Man Two was one of the worst. I mean, Iron Man Two and Thor: Dark World were one of the worst MCU movies. Uh, but uh, most recently, Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, I think. It yeah. Was, I mean, it wasn't. It, I mean, it wasn't better than the first because the first one was so good. But the it second was. one was uh, way better than all the other sequels for sure. I mean, yeah. it was. It was a good. It, it was a good uh, fun time for sure. I would say maybe the best. Well, see, I really like Winter Soldier, but another good sequel of those is Guardian of the Galaxy Volume Two. I thought they did a really good job with that. And they injected yeah, those, a lot more you could go, you heart could toss a coin into with it. Those two. Yeah, volume one and volume two for sure. Um, but that's what we we kept. We're moving the needle little by little. We started out strong. I think we watched phase one within the first week of starting uh, last year, and then now we've kind of paced ourselves. And so now we're watching one movie a week, and uh, that was cool. Uh, with my kids, we took we took a step in the direction of technology, and I set them both up with old iPods that I have. Um, I, nice. I, I restarted the iPods, kind of reverted them back to their factory settings. Uh, and I, I pretty much spent a whole day like making sure that it was set up not only so they could make it their own, uh, but also so that it was child friendly and I could be like big brother and watch every move that they make, which is yeah. both good and bad. Um, good, good in the sense that, you know, they're not stumbling upon any inappropriate things or I don't know. You, you just never know what can happen when you let kids have all this freedom. Have access to the internet? Access or, to, exactly. Yeah. So like I spent m- half the first day, uh, studying and reading up and my daughter's like, are you, are we going to have iPod soon? Are we gonna? I'm like, just wait, I'm not ready yet. And then I gave it to them and they went into the app store and all of a sudden, like my son found a game to download. I, I made the rule like they can only download one game or app a day. And they're like, okay, fine. So my son immediately finds one. He gets this little Pokemon game that is not Pokemon Go or anything to that level. He's six years old and he got just like this Pokemon playground. And it's really cute. He, he downloaded it and he played it for his allotted time. Like every day I'm giving them an hour. And then once the hour's up, they're done. Uh, they can't do anything else with it. Um, but my daughter, man, it's like, it's like taking a girl shopping, like what you imagine, or taking a woman shopping. We're like, oh, I like these shoes. Oh, I don't know. Well, these are nice, but uh, they make my feet look fat or something like that. Right. So it was that kind of like my daughter. She sent me like, cause so how it works when you set up a kid with uh, an Apple ID and an iPod, it'll you can set it up so that it sends you what they want to download, and then you can approve or decline. And so okay. the first few, I was like decline (laughs) like it was just like i don't know either it was either i knew it wouldn't work or i knew she wouldn't really like it like she got a she wanted to download a like some kind of guide to all the pokemon's weakness if you have pokemon go but that's all it had and she just saw it as pokemon and i was like you don't want that why i want to see it i'm like no you don't want that so she finally went on to something else well then she downloaded she wanted to download these games where you were an animal and you were like living in the forest and i was like oh that's fun you could be a fox or you could be a a bear or something and then because the iPods are old they started crashing so my daughter the first day went through five or six games and then she kept sending me approval and I'm like if this is what every day is going to be like I'm not going to survive because <laughs> I'm like trying to do stuff and then all of a sudden my daughter sends me a little message and then she's like looking at me like staring in my face breathing in my ear like 
are you going to approve this dad? I just sent you a, I just sent you a, an app to approve. Are you going to approve it? You're going to approve it. You need to look at it. I'm like, just give me a second. Okay. I'm, I'm doing something quit, quit pressuring me. I'm feeling the pressure. So, uh, but overall it's, it's gotten better as the days have gone on and, and they've been cool with, you know, limiting it to an hour. They have plenty of other things, Christmas presents and things to go through. So it's been all right. Um, besides that, we are speaking of Pokemon because that's probably one of the more popular apps they like to do. Uh, we're about three quarters of the way through the first season of Pokemon Indigo League, and that's like seventy or eighty episodes, I think, in the first season of Pokemon. It's ridiculous. Whoa, whoa! Yeah, so, so we've totally burnt through uh, the Netflix episodes. There's about fifty-two or fifty-three episodes on Netflix, and now we've moved over into Daily Motion. Because that's the only way we can watch the episodes. We tried YouTube and their episodes. I don't know if you've ever watched, Patrick. I don't know for your kids if you've ever tried to watch cartoons on YouTube. But a lot of times when they're not supposed to be on YouTube, they they like put a picture in a picture. And so you have like this really little picture to the side. And then you have like these banners all around. And so yep. it yeah, looks, we tried. It looks, we've we've, we've uh, dabbled in the YouTube uh, uh, free episode kind of thing. For, it's, yeah. this, it's pure awfulness. And so we've tried to avoid that. My wife found Daily Motion, And they have pretty much all the episodes on there. So we're just running through them, uh, you know, watching one or two Arr. every day. It's been good times. Are you all, you all right, Mark the Pirate over there? No, no, <laughs> no. I was just referring to someone else. That's all. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, I got to I got to go with what my options are. So I got you. I got that's, you. That's my option down here in Brazil. Um beyond that in the realms of gaming, uh we finished Lord, Lego Lord of the Rings uh earlier this week and appropriately we finished it on Friday. Appropriately, we finished uh Lego Lord of the Rings uh one day after J.R.R. Tolkien Day, which was on January 3rd. I had no idea oh, until nice. wow. after the fact. So that was pretty cool to find that out that Who's we that? completed the game. What's that? Who's that? J.R.R. Tolkien? Yeah. Are you just you saying that for sad. the listener's sake? Is that or the you, uh, uh... writer for Harry Potter? <laughs> <laughs> you've, lost your, you've lost your talking privileges. <laughs> you're, you're funny, Patrick. Sorry, for the those Game who of don't Thrones know. Guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's George Railroad Martin. Uh, <laughs> for those that don't know, J.R.R. Tolkien is the author of Lord of the Rings. There you go. I'm sorry. Not a character <laughs> in Lord of the Rings. I shouldn't assume. If you assume, you make something out of you and me. So I'll try not to do that. Sorry. Uh, after we finished Lego Lord of the Rings, we started City Undercover. Lego City Undercover. And my kids are not big fans. And after two days, they're like, Daddy, can we play the Hobbit? Lego, the Hobbit. And, and part of me is like, oh, you don't like City Undercover? But the other part of me is like, yes. The nerd inside of me is like, yes, you want more Lord of the Rings, more... So we're good, we're returning to good. we're returning to Middle Earth and gonna be playing the Hobbit. Cool, awesome. Uh, beyond that, I've been working on the Plat still for Strider and like Patrick working on Onrush. I'm not quite as dedicated as Patrick. I'm only like level 37 at this point, but I did get some good time in with my buddy Pat today. We played for a couple of hours and that was a good time. I was very sad to miss the five hours that Patrick played with Tim Pollan and his buddy. <laughs> Uh, this past weekend, but you know, got to go with what you get. Um, oh, and I almost forgot, uh, this past Sunday, something interesting to share is that, uh, one of the pastors in our church, uh, for his sermon, he preached on superheroes. Um, and actually at the beginning he talked about, 
uh, the different powers that superheroes have, and then he drew it into uh, the power that we have as Christians through the Holy Spirit and, you know, reading scriptures about uh, those different things, but just kind of connecting with our day and age. I mean, we can't deny that superheroes are a big deal, whether it's in the movies, uh, whether it's in cartoons, comics, uh, with kids. I think kids more than ever, thanks to the MCU and thanks to, you know, comics being, you know, so diverse and, you know, they, they hit, uh, they hit, you know, different levels of, you know, for kids, for adults and, uh, superheroes are a big deal. And so with that, that's actually an ironically and appropriately our topic for today. And I was blown away that the pastor this past Sunday preached on superheroes. And that just leads us into our topic for the good morning guys. So are you ready to talk about superheroes? No. Yes. Yes. I am. <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. No. Excelsior. Yes. Let's yes. Go. Let's talk about superheroes. Now, this was something that I think we, we've touched on in the past. We've teased around talking about our favorite superheroes, but we're going to go in-depth tonight. Uh, one of our listeners in Scotland, uh, Ashley, she brought up, I think, a couple weeks ago that we should talk about superheroes. So in 2019, we thought we'd pull the trigger and jump right into talking about superheroes. So let's, let's get right in to talking about some of our favorites or maybe the ones that don't, you know, tickle our fancy too much. Maybe we don't like so much. Maybe some of our favorite stories, those kind of things. Uh, to lead us in, I wanted to ask about our childhood, to ask about back in the day. And our buddy Travis, friggin' nutcase on the Discord, he wanted to know, what was your favorite superhero while you were growing up? Did you do anything to become like that superhero? I always wanted to be like Superman and be able to fly, so I used to try to jump off the swings when I was at the peak to see if I could fly. I could not. And it was weird, because I am afraid of heights. So guys, what was your first encounter with superheroes? When did you first discover them? Let's take a step back into the past. I, I think I'll start. I, I uh, The only superhero, really, as a kid um, that I was ever into is Batman. Um, I don't know what it was about Batman that like drew me in. Like I obviously never got into the Superman at, at all. Um, just as a How kid for me, you? Batman was. <laughs> as a kid for me, Batman was You're just a good the coolest, man, man. Like, Good man. He had all he had a belt with all his gadgets and stuff. He's like the coolest thing. Um, so that really was the only superhero that I ever really was like into. Fair enough. And then uh, did you did you ever try to become Batman? Or was there another superhero, superhero that you tried to pretend to be as a child, teenager, adult? Uh, I was Batman one Halloween. All right. I wasn't. I wasn't pretending. I had his actual suit. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, I Did thought you, you were going to say. Do it. I wasn't pretending. I was Batman. I I, I I attacked a few thieves and uh, <laughs> beat up a few people. <laughs> That's That's exactly right. right. Yes. They may or may not have been doing illegal things. <laughs> Uh, but no, Batman for me was the, really the only one. Um, and I feel like this question is going to split the show apart here in a second. Go ahead, Patrick. So uh, Who's yours? 
<laughs> yeah, uh, no surprise, uh, Superman. Now, when no, so I was, I never would have I was that. born Shocking. in 1983. No, so <laughs> and by the time I was born, I think there were there were three, two or three Superman movies already out. I think the fourth one came out in like maybe in '84 or something like that. Uh, so when that, I was, we would ask was, we would ask Ronnie about that, but he'd have no idea. So let's yeah. continue. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Patrick. Oh, geez, there's more than one. <laughs> yeah, there's four. There's four uh, of them. And, yeah. <laughs> so when I was growing up, I mean, like, so say I was like five years old. When I was five. I mean, there there hadn't been a Batman movie out. You know, I was never into comic books. Neither were my brothers. Uh, so I didn't know a lot about uh, about the uh, superhero genre. Or the comic books or anything like that. Uh, so, uh, but I, but there were Superman movies out, and uh, my parents watched them. You know, and my my older brothers watched them. Uh, so, you know, I, I inevitably watched them with them. Uh, so, yeah, Superman was the like the, my first like I guess introduction to the superhero um, genre uh, in all the superheroes. So, yeah, su- uh, Superman was my first. Um, you know, growing up for sure. Yeah, it was my favorite. Still is. Look at you, you and Travis, Superman buddies. Did you did you ever try to be Superman? No, I mean I don't know. If, I can't remember if I ever tried to be Superman. But I mean, like, you know, one of the big things about Superman and superheroes, you know, they got that cape. So you know, you throw like a, a towel around your neck and you or a blanket around your neck, and you're running around the house acting like you can fly. Because um, you know, obviously, you know, if you're flying, you have to have a cape. So. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I did that. I don't know if I did anything like that where I'm jumping off roofs or jumping onto trampolines or, or whatever. Uh, but yeah, um, I will put on a cape. Fair enough. Mark, how about you, buddy? For those not able to watch our podcast at this point, there is a giant picture behind Patrick of him wearing a Superman suit. <laughs> Just say it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's another thing. I mean, I have, I have a Superman stocking still sitting up here. I need to put that away. You know, the, the Superman uh, picture that's right behind me, you know, I'm putting on the Superman suit. And I got a, uh, a white collared shirt that I'm opening up. I'll take a picture of it and I'll throw it on, uh, on Discord or Twitter or whatever. Uh, but yeah, uh, we had taken that picture with like a high-end camera um, so I could blow it up really big and make it a poster on my wall. Because, you know, I love, love Superman, but I would even love it even better if it was something that like I created kind of thing. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll throw it up on, uh, on Twitter. It's pretty sweet. Nice. Well, I am, I guess, on the other end of that spectrum. Um, I uh, I grew up absolutely loving Batman. Um, when I was a kid, I had, like, as we talked about in a previous podcast, uh, talked about I had the uh, the eighty nine Batman movie, the Tim Burton Batman movie on VHS, and I would play that thing to death. Um, and uh, you know, I just I, I absolutely loved. Uh, Michael Keaton, Keaton's Batman and, and, and the Batmobile and all that kind of stuff. All the designs for that movie were awesome. Um, I had a bunch of comics uh, when I was a kid. Um, I was growing up right around the time where uh, the Nightfall run of Batman comics was going on. And for those unfamiliar with that, that's when basically um, they, in- they introduced Bane into the comic storyline. And... Um, Bane actually breaks Batman down uh, mentally and physically. He he 
breaks down Batman's psyche and then ends up actually breaking Batman's back. And so Batman is out of commission. Bruce is out of commission and can't be Batman. He's basically wheel wheelchair, uh, you know, st stuck in a wheelchair uh, because he's paralyzed, basically. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, and so this other guy who is kind of already has this sort of alter ego uh, this guy's name's John Paul Valley. He was a uh, he was a guy by the name of Azrael um, in the comics. Um, he ends up becoming Batman uh, and taking Bruce's place, but he ends up like going way overboard with it and and starts getting super violent and and creating this new suit that has all these like horrible weapons and stuff uh, as part of like the armor and stuff like that. And he just starts going really crazy. And eventually, and I don't remember how it goes in the comics, but somehow or other, Bruce is able to heal his back, um, and and he ends up having to confront Jean-Paul Valley and become the Batman again. Um, and so that was that was basically like the prime time for me uh, growing up. That that comic storyline, I had uh, several of the the comics from that story arc, um, but like. You name it, I had it in terms of Batman stuff. I, I, and I'll go into more of why I love that character, but it was just always a, a cool character to me as a kid. Uh, I dressed up as Batman several times, including the time I mentioned when I was five years old and had to wear that really crappy plastic mask that I couldn't breathe in. <laughs> and my parents made me wear, wear a jacket over it. Um, but uh, yeah. I, w I wish we had a picture of that. Yeah, I, I I have a Polaroid of it somewhere, and I can't find it at the moment. But if I find it, I will post it for sure. But you need to use yeah. your Batman detective skills to track that baby down. And true post story. It. Yep. But uh, yeah, Batman all the way for me. Cool. Well, for me, um, I don't know if I was that young and into superheroes. I really don't remember, but I do remember the first superheroes that that really grabbed my attention were the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because those guys nice. are yeah, true, true green superheroes. I, I love the Ninja Turtles. Like I remember watching the, the cartoon on Saturday mornings. Um, along with that, of course, I watched the X-Men cartoon, which was also awesome on Saturday mornings. Yeah. Um, it was magical. Uh, I think for me, just overall, like I, I was, especially at a young age, I don't know why, but I was always attracted to the, the the teams of superheroes. Like I never was really attracted to, I liked watching the movies, like the Batman movies. I remember watching the Superman movie at a really young age. Um, but the, the superheroes that I really liked are the ones that worked in a team. And definitely number one for me when I was a kid was the Ninja Turtles. Um, they were They were the best. Speaking of some of our favorite superheroes, uh, our very own Melanie Novacell, mother of three, she wanted to know, which superhero has the most ridiculous or awesome outfit, in your opinion? I would, I'll go ahead and start uh, Ninja Turtles. They have the most awesome and ridiculous outfit. They literally just put colored bandanas on their faces, and they're naked. Like, they're just, they don't wear anything else. Now, in the Bay movies... I think they have a little more substantial covering, but they're really just naked turtles with bandanas on their bodies. And, uh, you know, what, what can you say about that? I don't think we really understand the ridiculousness of outfits to me until you make it in real life. 
like uh, Wolverine and the X-Men, another one that I loved as a kid. His yellow and blue outfit is ridiculous. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. When you see a real like a real life person wearing that, they do not look cool at all. <laughs> so, what else you guys got? Ridiculous and awesome. <laughs> so, when you have a costume, you actually have, you know, you put something on you. Superman has his, Batman, you know, Wolverine, they have costumes. But what about people who don't have costumes? I mean, you look at the Hulk and Oh, what he just like rips his own pants and shirt, and then there's there's his costume. Like really, like you don't have anything you well, want to put on. Well, I what, mean, what traditionally he's... he has his purple pants, but you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let me put on my purple pants. <laughs> now you know it's me. <laughs> now here's something I don't understand. Did he? Did Bruce Banner always have purple pants on, and then when he turned into the Hulk, they were stretchy, like they alluded to in one of the. One of the movies, I can't remember which one they talked about. Maybe it was in the bloopers. They talked about purple pants. Um, but I never understood that from the comics. If he was just was always wearing purple pants or were they like stretchy purple boxers? And then when he turned into the Hulk, <laughs> all the other clothes ripped off. And there he is, just like a big green guy in purple boxers. Is that how it worked? He's literally like 10 times the size when he's the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of material is this? Three words. Suspension of disbelief. No, 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 no. So I can believe I can I can put across put aside my belief that a guy can grow green and then small, you know, in the blink of an eye. But if his pants are still on when he becomes that big, it's like I don't believe that for a second. Bruce Banner is a scientist. You think he couldn't create stretchy pants that would? He's a scientist, not like a fabric scientist. <laughs> Hello, I am Bruce Banner. I am a fabric scientist extraordinaire. Thank you. He would have to be wearing those underneath his regular clothes at all times then. Yeah, he's got to be ready. He's always angry, so he's probably always wearing... He's probably always angry because he always has to wear those dumb purple pants under his clothes. <laughs> that would make me angry too. Well, think of the alternative. Would you really want naked Hulk all the time? Hey, that would scare just away saying. some of the bad guys. They wouldn't want to fight a big naked man with... <laughs> Naked well, green. It looked just. I don't know how. It looked just like one of the Ninja Turtles. Oh, shell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, except more anatomically correct. Just saying. We are quickly approaching. <laughs> yep. Uh, so moving on, what else do you guys find to be ridiculous or awesome outfits? Are there any outfits that you guys really like? Uh, Iron Man. The the way they did it in the movies. Uh, oh I yeah. love his oh, his, sure. his outfit. You know the. His, his mech that he puts on it's and every single one of his mechs he puts on um the war machine his 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 one that you know like every single upgrade that he has uh i think you know i really you know iron man i didn't really know iron man when i was little um and the you know pretty much my introduction to iron man was in the movies and i just love yeah. when he's you know you know flying around and using his mech and that's i love it absolutely love it so yeah that's that's one of my favorites Excuse me. Yeah, I would say I would say that's the most practical way to put on a suit, especially like a mech suit. You know, it's it's kind of silly to think about. You know, oh, I've got to change into my suit. Hold on, let me put my shirt and my gloves. Oh wait, no, I'll get there soon. No, he can just jump into his suit. So that's probably the coolest, most practical, uh, you know, way to quickly suit up. But obvi- obviously, my favorite suit is is batman suit for sure um uh, i've always loved the design of that 
and the cowl and all that kind of stuff. Um, I would say the worst. Are, are we doing worst? Yeah, you can yeah. you can mention both ridiculous okay. and awesome. She wanted to know good and bad, so go ahead. The the most ridiculous suit I think I can think of at the moment. I want you and for those listening, go ahead and Google this. Nightwing's original suit. Is it bad? It's it's horrible. Like it looks it, it's the like cheesiest 70s looking jumpsuit I've ever seen in my entire life and it was like mm. how does that possibly look good for a superhero costume thankfully they changed it up and made it cooler but yeah his first outfit was awful so yeah I'm gonna go with that all right I would I would probably go with the bat Batman actually um but how dare you that, so this actually reminded me of one of the coolest suits that I remember when I was a oh, kid. Oh, mean coolest. So <laughs> I was like, why are you hating on him, Mark? He's, yeah. he's paying a compliment That's, to your buddy. Never mind, Mark. It's the Superman suit. <laughs> My mistake. No, but do you remember the uh, Mr. Freeze outfit in the Batman movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Like his big like frozen outfit? Oh, I'd rather not, but that yeah. Is, that is totally ridiculous. Did, Dude, I, yeah, that is like the most ridiculous costume I think I've ever seen. Yeah, but it was oh, also geez. like as a kid, I thought that was like the terrible. coolest thing. Oh man, <laughs> they were all like just outlandish. Yeah, that's totally terrible. It kind of reminds me of that. I haven't watched that cartoon too much, but that that cartoon where that fish is in a in a aquarium on a on a like a robot suit. I don't know if you guys have watched that cartoon with Patrick with your kids or you've seen it on what? Cartoon Network. I don't know. It's one of these cartoons where there's a fish. Oh, it's also in Megamind, you know, where uh, his sidekick in Megamind. Did you guys see that? No? Nope. All right. Negative. Fair no, enough. Sorry. Sorry. Well, it's just, it's pretty much just like he's wearing an aquarium on his head and he's got a blue face. I'm talking about Mr. Freeze now, like just how ridiculous it is. There's other yeah. cartoons and other things where like they have fish in a fishbowl on top of a robot suit. And that's pretty much what he looks like is... Uh, a frozen fish head. Yeah, most of his suit was like neon blue. Like oh, you yeah. Can see like the, yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. It was totally awful, for sure. So now let's get into our favorites, uh, our favorite superheroes, and that can be of all time. Um, if we could each do maybe one or and maybe an honorable mention uh, just to not take anybody's thunder. And actually, I'd like to start with Ronnie since he is – at a slight disadvantage in his superhero knowledge. I don't want anyone to steal his thunder. So, Ronnie, who is your favorite superhero of all time? My favorite superheroes of all time is all the musicians in the mid to late 90s who brought back swing music for a brief but fun period of time. <laughs> no one's stealing that answer. Nope. That is an OG original. Do you guys remember answer. that phase? Nope. I do, do remember, remember that. That, that revi- it was a revival of swing music, man. It's awesome. So you're talking like, mm-hmm. like Zoot Suit Riot? Yeah, man. Zoot from, Suit and, Riot. And, there and was that, uh, uh, swing music from The Mask. That's exactly what I'm talking about. The Mask. Yeah. Favorite <laughs> superhero of the '90s, right there. <laughs> was he a hero though? Really? I mean, I guess Smokey. he. Uh, the Mask himself really wasn't a hero. Me. He put the bad guys behind bars, right? But he robbed so, the bank. 
He's an anti-hero. This is true. Yeah, he's an anti-hero. <laughs> and then was on camera just flinging it around. Whatever works. Whatever <laughs> gets the job done. No, I don't know. All right. Now, I, I, I favorite superhero, I would probably go with Batman. I really, I mean, I outside of uh, Infinity Wars that I just watched like two weeks ago, I know nothing about nothing. Yeah, it's all good. You'll get there. This is the year of the superhero for you, buddy. You get those MCU is, movies under your belt. That's right. And then you're going to watch Superman December 31st. So beginning of 2020, we're going to just have this discussion again, and we're just going to let you do it, and we're just going to be your backup talkers. All right. Got it. Perfect. Patrick? Uh, so my favorite, obviously, is Superman. But no. honorable mention, very close second, is the Green Power Ranger. All right. Nice. Yeah, the Power Rangers. Right. Now, with that. let's go back to the Superman for a second. I want you to give me like a... I want you to just really lock in deep in your soul. What is it about Superman that speaks to you, that draws you to him being your favorite? So one is him flying. So uh, it's what it's one of like the uh, things that I've you know just always dreamt of, and uh, you know a lot of kids you know dream about doing stuff stuff like that. You know, but uh, but flying, I've always wanted to fly. I just I dream about flying uh, all the time. It's one of my, I would say, one of the majority of my dreams is about flying. I still still dream about that. So um, that was one of the big things. Um, and then uh, I, th- I think uh, another reason why I do uh, enjoy him um, is because of his, because of his uh, identity as Clark. You know, mm-hmm. he just wants to be a normal guy. Um, he doesn't want to be flashy. Uh, he doesn't, you know, uh, boast about himself. Uh, he's, he's very humble. Um, so I think, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of those same attributes. Uh, so I think, um, I think that was one of the really, you know, cause he's a very down to earth kind of guy. Um, even yeah. though he is from outer space, you know, it's um, literally he's not down to earth. from earth. So, right. Yeah. But he, but, but he is down to earth, you know, um, uh, he's very, uh, restrained, um, and using his powers, uh, he does a lot of good, you know, there's, there's pretty much almost no, you know, bad fiber in his being, um, other than when he gets, you know, like hit with that red kryptonite or whatever. So, right um, now but, tell me, maybe you've mentioned this before, but did you name your son Clark because of Superman? So yeah, my son's name is Clark Joseph, uh, the first and middle name of Superman, um, his, uh, earthly name. So yeah. Nice. Uh, I did not name That's him Kal-El. However, I do have a buddy. Uh, <laughs> and your son will thank you for that. His name forever. is Kal-El. Uh, but I wasn't going to go that far. Um, I was like, well, he's going to be Clark. You know, Clark Joseph. So uh, he's can my you, little super Can you brother. imagine yelling at him? Like just being like, Kal-El? Nova Cell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, how would you nice, be mad has a nice at ring your to kid it. and has say that? a nice that. ring to it. You know, I mean, like, it does. Could... It actually does now that I said it out loud. I was like, oh, Kal-El, Nova Cell. It rhymes. But there's no way yeah. you could. Like, but that would be horrible to 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 spell. You know, like what's your name? Kalel Novacell. It's like what? What'd you say? Say that again. You know, and that Clark. kid would get so made ah. fun of in school. Yeah, I wasn't gonna do that to him. Yeah. But Clark, you know, Clark is like an an old style kind of kind of name. Um, it's not it's not really you know a new you know twenty first century kind of name. Um, so yeah. uh, it it kind of went with my daughter's name, Claire. So. Uh, 
So yeah, Claire and Clark, you know, kind of went together. Uh, and so my wife was on board with that. But yeah, I'm a big That's Superman cool. fan for sure. Well, you know, I don't know if you've thought about this or gone this direction with his middle name, but, you know, Joseph was a superhero for the Hebrew people. Uh, he's pretty much the reason they were able to survive, biblically speaking, uh, when yeah. he went to Egypt and, you know, did the thing that he did and he had dreams and all those fun things. But uh, I really a lot like of meanings there. a lot of... <laughs> A lot of one thing I like about Superman uh, is I like the fact that his outfit, quote unquote, is not his spandex Superman suit. His outfit is Clark Kent. Like that's his disguise. That's his. Uh, I like that. You know how, you know Batman, and maybe some people would say when Batman wears his bat suit and his does his Batman things, that's a, that's who he really is. But right. really, originally, Batman is. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Sorry. Bruce Wayne? Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne thank you. He's originally Peter Bruce Parker. Wayne. And then, yeah. And then he puts on the bat suit wow. to become Batman. But Mark just got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Mark. Hope you In my mind, dad. yes. I'm, I'm out of here. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but, like, the fact that his outfit, his, his disguise, as it were, is just a normal person. And I think that really emulates his humble nature. Um, mm-hmm. I really like that about him, and I think that's that's really cool the the relationship between his 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 pretend human character and his real superhero self. And um, beyond that, I also think that it's ridiculous that people don't recognize him just because he puts glasses on and he uses that super super tricking. I don't know. We talked about it in an episode long ago how he. We did. How he he has some kind of energy that comes off of him that tricks everyone into not recognizing who he really is. That's a little ridiculous. But you know what? As we were talking about earlier, there's green men turning big wearing purple pants. So it's all ridiculous. <laughs> That's part of the fun. Suspension of disbelief. Three words. <laughs> Three words you got to mm-hmm. use with comics and superheroes. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mark, I think we know your answer, but you can go ahead and share it and definitely share why. I've pretty much telegraphed my favorite. Uh, It's definitely Batman. Uh, It has always been Batman. It always will be Batman. Um, I will argue that um, in the same manner, um, really, like, that's... Well, when I was a kid, basically, the only thing... The only reason I really liked Batman was because I thought he had a cool suit and a cool car and awesome gadgets and that's that's a great part of who Batman is 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 the arsenal of all sorts of um gadgets and his um his vast wealth of course i, I recall um Justice League which you know many people don't care for but that's neither here nor there um you know the scene in Justice League when Barry asks Bruce Wayne Barry Allen being the Flash uh, asks Bruce Wayne, he says, what's your superpower? And he literally says, I'm rich. Um, which is, <laughs> which is, which is reductionist because he has, I mean, he doesn't technically have a superpower, but, um, he is trained in several different forms of martial arts. Um, he has, you know, all sorts of different detective and forensic skills. Um, you know, obviously the arsenal of gadgets and stuff like that. And and once I got older, I really recognized the duality of the character um, in the fact that, you know, yeah, they've portrayed 
Bruce Wayne, the persona of Bruce Wayne being the mask. Uh, and and the fact that that Batman is his is his real identity this this search for for justice and not wanting people to experience the horrors that he uh, experienced and this sort of brutality that's that was you know deep inside of him and um, Batman Begins actually touches upon this where like he really doesn't know how to be a rich playboy so he has to figure it out and essentially put on this persona. And and in Batman Returns, they point this out as well, where um, there's like a masquerade party at the end of the movie. And um, he, uh, Batman and Catwoman in the movie, they basically come as Bruce Wayne and Selina Kyle because that's their mask. They're they're pretending to be someone that they're not. Um, and, and so that was always something interesting to me. Um, as I as I got older and recognized that about the character, um, and and just all sorts all the villains that that Batman has um, and their their stories or lack of story, um, you know one example being the the Joker, um, you know he has several different stories possibly as to his origin, but he's this you know crazy enigmatic character that you don't really the only thing you really know about him is you know he's crazy and 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 a psychopath and likes to kill people and and all that kind of stuff but his you know his villains are awesome and um yeah i just enjoy that type of uh vigilante dark character and i always have with batman um so yeah for sure and plus his cars are awesome so, just say. All right. Cool. Uh, my son was so asked So, hold on. Wait, question. let's go back. Oh, sorry. Mark, go ahead. Go. Mark, what's your favorite Batman mobile? Batman mobile? Batmobile. Batmobile. Thank you. <laughs> Batman mobile. <laughs> Batmobile man. What's your favorite Batmobile man? <laughs> what's your favorite Batmobile, comma, man? Um, but, there it is. Uh, I would have to say probably the the eighty nine Batmobile. That's a good just one because of how sleek looking, um, but you know, and aerodynamic it is. If that 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 tumbler would destroy that tumbler would destroy the eighty nine Batman Mobile. Yeah, but this is true. This is true. Just, I was just asking what his favorite one, not which one's going to destroy one another. <laughs> but is that what Batman does? He destroys stuff. That's what he's all about. So no, he does. It's actually not what he's all he about. He does destroy a lot of things. In the movies, he does, but he's not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with that's you. That's what no, happens I think when that... he has a tumbler. He just runs yeah, it over. He's like, true. I don't, I don't have, just... a, have a really nice F1 racer anymore. I got a big tank. Yeah. No, Mark, that's a good one. That 89 Batman Mobile is a classic for sure. Batman Mobile. <laughs> not getting rid of that one now. That's all I want to say is Batman Mobile. <laughs> it's going to uh... stick. Um, Why is it always the stuff I love? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? So my son was asked yeah. this question the other day: uh, Who is your favorite superhero? And without me prompting, and Hold he on, didn't your even son miss asked it. us a question. No, no, no. My son was asked this question. <laughs> <laughs> he he does ask about the show, but he did not ask us this question. He was asked this question uh, a couple weeks ago, and without me prompting and without uh, missing a beat. 
he immediately said Jesus is his favorite superhero. And I have to tell you that this 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 dad's heart was proud. And wow. uh, when he said that, I'm like, yeah, that's my boy. High five. Jesus is the man. And uh, it was it was really cool. So just in case you don't know what to say your favorite is, the best answer, the Sunday school answer is always Jesus. But besides Jesus True. being the obvious answer, uh, as I mentioned before, I used to be a, a huge X-Men. And I mean, I still am an X-Men uh, fan. Uh, I will say that Fox has run X-Men into the ground, and I'm very excited to see if Marvel can really get their hands on uh, those characters and do something with it. Because it's my understanding that Marvel is going to be able to integrate them into the MCU. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. We don't have any confirmed details, but I'm pretty sure that that's happened. So I'm very excited to see what they can do with it. Um, But as a kid, you know, growing up, I I pretty much stuck with X-Men comics, cartoons, of course, Ninja Turtles, as I mentioned. Uh, but then I took a break. I don't really know why. Uh, you know, I had some comics and I watched the movies, but I never really connected with the comics. Uh, the cartoons were just fun to watch. Um, but on a deeper level, I just never, it never really grabbed me. Um, but then I would say that with the MCU, with the, with the, you know, the Iron Man, Avengers, all those movies, it really brought me back to appreciating uh, superhero stories and uh, as an adult, I would have to say that my current favorite superhero is Spider-Man. Um, I really like his mix of yeah. humor with emotion. Uh, I feel like he covers um, he covers the adult side of things. Like I like the older Spider-Man, kind of like the PS4 Spider-Man, as Hollywood Bones is famous for saying on Married to the <laughs> Games last week. Uh, the Spider-Man on PS4, that is, I like its balance between the serious and the silly. And I just like Spider-Man's lightheartedness, but at the same time, he's a powerful superhero. And I find him to be kind of like Superman. While he's not, you know, as OP as Superman, he's still very powerful. And he's still very humble. And he never uses Mm -hmm. that to really his advantage. The only time maybe he misuses it when as a, you know, as an immature teenager in most of the comics and, and other times he just, he lets his emotions get the better of him and he does dumb stuff. But for the most part, like he's just a good natured, uh, superhero. As an honorable mention, I will say the MCU Captain America, he has really grown on me. Like Chris Evans' portrayal of Captain America, um, especially as I'm rewatching these, I just really appreciate his depth. Um, in the comics, I'll be honest, I didn't really care for Captain America. I was Team Iron Man uh, in terms of... No, Iron Man was a jerk in the comics too. I actually think just the MCU in general has taken some of these characters that were really broken in the comics like Iron Man and Captain America was really like a boy scout in the comics. And I thought he was a really one dimensional character in the comics from the ones that I read. Uh, but the way they're portrayed in, in the movies, I really like, uh, I just feel like they're, they're much deeper. They're more nuanced with their emotions and kind of growing and developing as the movies go on. Uh, so my, my number one would definitely be Spider-Man right now at this point in my life and honorable mention Captain America. Nice. Yeah. So uh, what, another thing I like about Spider-Man is, you know, as the teenage Spider-Man, you know, he's he's learning as he goes. You know, he's not perfect. Um, he's gonna make mistakes, uh, but he learns from them. He figures out what, what what's the what's the right choice, what's the wrong choice. Uh, so, and that I think that speaks to a lot of people um, when he makes a mistake, because you know, no one's perfect. You know, everyone makes mistakes. 
And when he does, yeah. you know, he you know sits back and, and reflects on it. You know, he has his mentor. You know, his aunt, he has his aunt May. Um, he has his. You know, he doesn't really have many friends. Um, so uh, when he does make a mistake, you know, he sulks about it, and he and you know he sits back in his room and he, he talks to his aunt May, he, and she gives that that uh, you know that advice that uh only you know you know it's it's very vague you know uh, advice but it's it's that advice that really hits uh home when peter really needs it so yeah yeah that's another thing i like about him that spider-man for sure now there are still many you know for those that have read comics there are a lot of superhero stories that have been untold not been told yet do you guys have a favorite superhero that doesn't have a movie yet one that you like and maybe you hope someday we'll have a movie. This was a question actually asked by our good buddy Duncan Rogers over there on Facebook. He said his is Moon Knight. And I'll be honest, oh. I do not know who Moon Knight is. Moon Knight was That's in... A... He's a DC character, right? Mm, yeah, I think he is. Let me double check that. What, Mark? The doctor, Dr. DC does not know? Oh nope, he's 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 Marvel. Oh, he's okay. Marvel. I was close. I, I was close. Samsonite. Yeah. I was way <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, but uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I have like a uh, a comic or a superhero that hasn't had a film yet. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the films that are nowadays. I mean, they're capturing all the ones. You know, like Venom just came out with one. I really love the Venom movie. Um, I, I've always liked Venom as a as a you know um, in the Spider Man universe. But what I want really is just an alternate take on uh, a you know familiar story. You know, like if if they get they go with the like the uh, I don't know if it's what kind of Batman story it is, but it's it's Thomas Wayne. It's his dad is Batman rather than Bruce Wayne. Um, Flashpoint. Or Flashpoint. Yeah, you know, I, and I, that could, that could happen for sure um, in the DC mm-hmm. uh, universe, uh, the movie universe. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just an alternate take, make Superman bad or something, make, make a, you know, a bizarro Superman or, or something, just do an alternate take that's never been done before, um, in the, in movies, you know, stop making a, a reboot, you know, make something new, make something fresh. Mm-hmm. What about Ronnie or Mark? Do you have a, a superhero? I'm going to go ahead and pass on this one. <laughs> pass it I on. I barely know any of the ones that do have movies. So <laughs> a great idea. Yeah, that's true. Um, if I had to, if I had to pull one that hasn't really been talked about at all, um, the one that comes to mind, I would love to see a a Static Shock movie. I think that would be really cool. Um, I would, I would enjoy seeing, seeing that. Um, who is that? What's, what's Static Shock? That sounds like something that that happens when I'm doing the laundry. It is. I would, if, if, if it's a, if it's a Marvel you know, character, and they make a movie about it. I'm probably gonna see it. You know, because it's not it's it. not a Marvel character. Come on, Cons- consider the source, Patrick. Sony. <laughs> it's, it's, a DC, <laughs> it's a DC character. Okay, I mean, all right, I, I it's guess something okay. about it. I mean, really, I mean, if if if, if the we- the rest of the uh, DC universe is as good as Aquaman, uh, I think the DC universe is pretty bright. Yeah. So. Static Shock, the 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 superhero character's name is is Static. Um, the name of the the name of the book is Static Shock, um, but um, I believe the character's real name is Virgil. 
um, basically gets these electric powers. He has the the ability to conduct electricity and harness it. And um, I always loved the the Static Shock uh, cartoon that was on. And he was also he made a couple of appearances in uh, the Justice League cartoon and Batman Beyond as well as an older Static. Um, he's just a really fun character, and plus he rode around on a I think it was like a uh, an electric like trash can lid which was weird but you know <laughs> that sounds that sounds amazing obviously there's more uh, to it than electric that. trash can lid here i come <laughs> is but it like no. does he have it on does he have it on his back like captain america has a shield he just like <laughs> throws it down and then just like rides on it not quite does he grab uh, but, clothes I mean, from out of the dryer and like rub it really fast on top of his static electric garbage can? Why do you lid? have to ruin good things and for then... me? <laughs> this guy sounds awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of does. It's, it's like uh, one of those like goofy movies, like Blank Man. You ever seen that one? Oh man, yes, <laughs> yes. with uh, Marlon yeah. Wayans or with one of the yeah. Wayans brothers. Okay, yes. Damon, so Damon Wayans. That... Yeah, Damon Wayans. Yes, thank you. That just made me think of there's a Family Guy episode where. Um, Basically, I think Peter becomes like a superhero who also conducts static electricity, and he literally, <laughs> for like like a minute, you see him like like shuffling across the floor, going, and then he he goes up and shocks somebody. <laughs> it's just his pajamas, and he, he starts acting like he's like Electric Man or something like that. His yes. pajamas generate the static, and that's why he's scooting across the floor laughing. <laughs> oh Except gosh. static is way better than that. So. <laughs> But in any case, I would like to see that happen. And also a good Green Lantern movie. All right. Fair enough. I think for me, I want an origin story for Alfred. There you go. That's it. You're getting that. Get it. They're making a television show about it. Oh, are they really? I won't watch it. I was just kidding. I didn't know what to say, so I just made one up. (laughs) It's called Pennyworth. They're making they're making everything that I want to see. So Yeah. Hey, let's make a Batman show not about Batman. Thumbs up, yes. guys. Yeah. I mean, isn't that yep. pretty much what Gotham is? Yeah, I don't watch well, that at either. least Batman has some sort of a presence, but... Yeah, I guess as a kid, isn't he? A kid or a teenager or something? Yeah, they're in their last season, so at some point he will become Batman. He's already an adult know. in the last season. It's been so long. At least it feels like it's been years. Um, Only five seasons, but anyway. Gotcha. So, with some of the favorite superheroes we mentioned, VP Bar- Barnaby Butters... Uh, he wanted to know, uh, what New Year resolution will your favorite superhero have? As in Superman not forgetting his glasses in the morning, or young Peter Parker promises to not skip class unless Doc Ock is wreaking havoc, wrecking havoc again. In a related note, have you failed your resolutions yet? One weekend, and I'm still going strong with the workouts. Good job, Barnaby Butters, on them workouts. Keep, keep pumping that iron. Keep stretching. That's good stuff. We We already shared about our resolutions, and... You know, some of us are going pretty strong. Some are, you know, tripping a little bit, but we're we all Working got each other's it. backs, so we'll 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 keep encouraging and helping each other out. So do you guys we'll rally. Have a, we'll rally together. Do you guys have a New Year's resolution for your superhero? I want Henry Cavill to do another Superman movie without a mustache. Please. Oh my gosh! Without please. having to spend a whole bunch of money to remove his mustache. Oh, that was so awful. They spent all that money for what? They you spent could still all that tell money. There was something wrong. For something that I could do in paint. Well, and they they still couldn't fix his mouth. Like 
it looked awful. Yeah. But anyways. Anywho. Yeah, she, but yeah. I'd like to see another Superman movie. You know, I, li- I like him as Superman. Yeah, he is a good Superman. Uh, I would say with Spider-Man, um, he needs to make a resolution not to give away his identity to anybody. Absolutely correct. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That should be an automatic resolution, but apparently he doesn't make that resolution or keep it. So, Yeah, he does it without even trying. He just doesn't even realize he's giving away his identity. Oh, you didn't Everybody know? knows who he is. You knew the whole time? Yes, we all knew, Peter. How about you, Mark? Figured it out. Um, I'm going to have Batman make a resolution to remember that vigilantism and marriage does not mix. Um, because they actually had an entire arc last year where Batman ends up proposing to to Catwoman, and they it's like it ends up like being like the day of their wedding, and Catwoman basically bails on him. So basically, surprise, surprise. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of hard to be a superhero, a vigilante, and try to have a romantic relationship well i mean you don't you don't date at work like i mean she's technically someone he works with as in he fights her and he you know she's a villain you definitely don't date or marry a villain or the people you work with so that's that that puts your that puts everything you do at risk so true story true story um to wrap up our favorite superheroes ash michelle 86 our girl from Scotland on the Discord, she said, Hey guys, say it's the end of the world and you have the choice of three superheroes to call for help, DC or Marvel. Which three would you choose? For me, it would have to be Superman, Spider-Man, and Thor. It's a good trio. Yeah, good trio. Got some nice got some power in there. Mm, I'm only thinking of off the top of my head just because of what we talked about, but... Uh, I'm definitely going to have Superman in the mix. Uh, the green Power Ranger. Um, and one one to throw into the mix. Now wait, the to... green Power Ranger, he has his mech to get into, right? Like it's For not sure, just, yep. It's not just the green Power yeah, Ranger, like yeah, dancing around, sparks, sparks flying off of him and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Good. For sure. Um, flute. All, everything that comes with the green. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's his dragon flute. <laughs> I know. I uh, forgot then, about it. That's why I'm laughing. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's, that's how he calls it. That's the only reason the dragon comes because he hears that flute. I don't know. Uh, but uh, but then the the third, uh, I'm trying to think of something. You know, because you know, you you always have to have something that's gonna like roughhouse, something that's gonna throw someone into the mix. Because the Green Power Ranger and Superman, I feel like they would get along. I think they get along pretty well. Uh, but you know, to make it interesting. Um, I think Spawn would have to be the third person, only because that's a good pull. He's mm. he's gonna he's gonna do what needs to be done. You know, he's really gonna do what. And uh, and the other two are gonna be the the good guys. So you got to throw that uh, dynamic into the mix. All right, sweet. So for me, I'm actually gonna pull uh, Batman mainly because he is a tactician. He can he can generate a, a good plan. Donatello, uh, sure, yeah. 
I like it. Hey, don't no, be tru- don't be stealing my thunder, Patrick. Come on. <laughs> Truth be told, like I like the Ninja Turtles, but I never was really like super into them. Um, but but in any case, uh, Batman, Superman, and Shazam. Yes, I love Shazam. Always loved him. How can you not love a guy? Love a kid who can just say Shazam. And become a superhero. Mm-hmm. Love it. Good Looking one. forward to that movie coming out. I am too. Um, but uh, yeah, those are my picks for sure. Good picks. Good picks. All right, you want me to give this game a go? Do it. Do it. Let's, Let's hear it. it. All right, we're definitely going with Batman. I mean, somebody's got to lead the crew. You know, Batman's intelligent. Then I'd probably go with uh, the Incredible Hulk for muscle, mm-hmm. and then I'd also like to add an additional muscle, and that is. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I like it. I That's like my it a team. lot. Oh, love it. Uh, isn't like he going to be playing Black Adam? Is he is he rumored to play Black Black Adam, or has it been he been signed? Mark, do you know? As far as you know, in some way, shape, or form, he is playing Black Adam. As to where and when, nobody knows, but apparently, it's happening. Awesome. <laughs> Is it possible Perfect. to explain what Black Adam is? He's Shazam's arch rival. There we go. Can can you gotcha. explain who Shazam is? Just kidding. We we don't need to go down that route. Uh, so I really don't like to follow Ronnie because I mean, who can top Dwayne the Rock Johnson? <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna go. My tactician is going to be. No, actually, my leader is going to be. Um. Leonardo, he is going to be the leader of the superhero group. And uh, then to go with him, we need very, very big muscles. So we are going to go, I'm going to go with Thor. I think his current his current uh, power level and the current uh, state of the MCU, he's right up there with Superman, I think, with what he can do with he and his Stormbreaker. So, hey, don't make that face of me. Little Superman <laughs> Jr. For those not uh, able to watch, Patrick yeah. is making a face. He's making <laughs> weird eyes at me for saying comparing Thor to Superman, but I think uh, I think Thor can hold his own at this point with his electric shock and uh, Stormbreaker hammer axe deal, whatever it is. Uh, and then I'm gonna go with to finish it off. I'm gonna go with Drax for the comedy relief just to make a couple jokes in there cuz you really don't want to you don't want to go too dark. It's the end of the world sure, but you got to make some jokes. You got to make things fun, lighthearted at times. So I think Drax would be able to do that uh for sure. So I'm going to go with those 3. A little bit of an yeah. odd odd group of people, but I think they'd be able to pull it off. Yep. Uh, for um, sure. So as we get to the end of our time together as we wrap things up, I really want all of us to maybe share why we think uh, if we feel so inspired, uh, besides the the music that Mark's going to share, I want you guys to just kind of share why you think uh, you or why people in general gravitate or relate to superheroes. What makes superheroes special? Why do we why do we just enjoy their stories and those kind of things? So why don't we start um, go backwards and start with Ronnie and then go from there? Yeah, I would say, you know, especially as a little kid, I mean, like Patrick was talking about, about wanting to be able to fly, like all these things as a kid are amazing. 
and as an adult, they're also amazing. So, I mean, you like you're envying these people, and like for me, like watching Batman and stuff, I thought it was so cool because he was a regular guy, and then you know, outside of that, he's this like crime fighter guy. So, I mean, it was it, it was just always looking up like, man, I would love to be that. Like, I don't I don't know how you guys feel about that, but like that, uh, I, I guess that's why I connected more with Batman. Mm-hmm. How about you, Patrick? For me, um, I think uh, people are inherently good. Um, and a lot of these superheroes are, um, you know, uh, they do good deeds. Uh, they fight, uh, you know, the good versus the evil. Um, they, uh, they, they punish the, the bad guys. You know, they put them behind bars kind of thing. Um, so I think the good nature with these superheroes in, in fighting evil is one of the big things wh- why people uh, gravitate towards superheroes. And obviously, yeah, it's, it's the powers uh, and the ability to fly, you know, because kids have dreams um, of, of being, you know, the, this big uh, muscular um, uh, guy or muscular woman. Uh, who can do uh, um, all these things that 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 can that can take care of the bad guys? Uh, but I think it's it's more of the good uh, in superheroes that really um, uh, you know makes makes kids makes people gravitate towards them. Yeah, definitely, okay. man. So definitely, there's um, there's the ideal of you know the good versus evil kind of thing, um, and a lot of that you know those type of stories. Uh, obviously we get from from scripture the ultimate like good versus evil uh type thing um they're definitely inspired by that and then they're also inspired they're, they're basically are um if you think about it superheroes are kind of like our mythology our myths and legends um like you know the you know you think about like the greek gods and and you know like uh the odyssey and and those type of stories um they are basically our mythology, our current mythology, um, and they are part of uh, a lot of these characters are part of our American history as well. Um, you know, a lot of these superhero characters like Batman and Superman, they were created right around the time of like World War II. Uh, Superman was 1937, Batman was 1939, um, and and so you know you had a lot of these characters fighting the Nazis um, and and they were a means of of escapism from the yeah. horrors of what was going on during the war and they were a way to, to cheer people up um, and and so um, th- and that's a lot of what it is today is a form of escapism escaping into these stories um, a lot of them very fantastical um, but you know they're they're in-depth stories they're great characters they're just a lot of fun and yeah, definitely that, that good versus evil ideal. And, and yeah, I mean, that's basically our, our, our myths and legends of this current time. So yeah. Cool. Well, I don't know if you guys have heard of something that's very interesting. You know, you guys bring up, um, you know, Mark brought up the, the mythologies of old, you know, Greek mythology and, the Odyssey and stuff. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of the hero's journey, um, but it's a it's a it's a process. It's a formula of how someone becomes a hero. And what's interesting is um, it's it's actually a formula that's, that's used in a lot of movies and a lot of books. 
and a lot of stories, but it was originally like kind of identified and discovered by a man by the name of Joseph Campbell uh, after he studied a bunch of mythologies and stories across cultures. And what's interesting is that this this hero's journey, as he called it, um, it transcends culture, it transcends mythologies and years. And when you look at like hero stories, they all follow a very similar uh, process. You know, they all start out with an ordinary world, you know, like Superman starts out on Krypton. Spider-Man starts out as Peter Parker in a high school. And then something calls them to adventure, to be something different, to go somewhere new. Uh, you know, in Superman's case, in Kal-El's case, he was, his world was destroyed and he was sent to Earth. Um, Peter Parker was bitten by a spider. Uh, uh, and then every hero initially in some way or another, refuses or rejects that call to adventure, that call to be something better. And uh, you see with, you know, Superman struggling as a youth, uh, his, his adopted father dying, and all the struggles he has of kind of understanding who he is. You have Spider-Man uh, and struggling uh, in high school and eventually, you know, uh, meeting, you know, talking to his Uncle Ben, uh, who is actually another part of the hero's journey is they always meet a mentor. Uh, and, you know, eventually they accept the call through their mentor and through that relationship. Um, you know, and you have many other parts of the process, like friends, enemies, and, and facing challenges. And that leads them to an ordeal. Uh, and each of these superheroes face what maybe is their original goal to accomplish something, to get revenge, uh, to discover who they are. And in the process of, of reaching that ordeal or that big struggle, they usually accomplish it, but then they discover that they're fighting for something bigger. And they're realizing that their original goal was not what they actually wanted. And uh, it's really fascinating that when you look at all these stories and you see the process of what they learn, um, about what they become, uh, these superhero stories, we connect with them because in the end, they're really our stories. And they're a lot of the things that they go through, even though they look different, even though, you know, we don't have special powers. uh, A lot of those powers are based on the things we want. Uh, The emotions they go through, the changes they go through, um, a lot of ways are the, the, the things we need to face in order to become heroes for our kids, for people in our lives, for friends, for family. You know, you, you look at this hero's journey and you look at the things that Superman and Spider-Man and Steve Rogers, and they all go through and, and we have to kind of face the same things if we want to rise above our difficulties. We have to find mentors in our lives. We have to kind of face our demons or, or face, you know, what our true desires are or, you know, become yeah. better than who we are right now. And so, you know, that's, I think, part of the reason we connect so much with superheroes is because they're us. You know, they, they might look different. They might have silly names. Uh, but they're stories that, that get our attention, but at the same time, they they give us inspiration and they give us a desire to to be better and to, like Patrick mentioned, to fight for the little guy to to uh, fight for the good of not just ourselves but for others. And so, I I really love you know that's that's why I connect with superheroes and and why I connect with the stories. Yeah, they're fun to watch and they're good diversions, but a lot of times I discover a lot about myself through their stories. And if we take the time, you know whether ranging from silly stories in Marvel and DC going all the way to the best superhero story ever in Jesus. Uh, we, we're never the same if we truly 
kind of just pay attention and use those stories as a mirror for our own lives. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah, like I, I agree. It's, it's the human element uh, to uh, these superheroes that really draws people in. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So Mark, as we wrap things up, do you have some songs for us? Some good old music to add to our Spotify list? Well, wouldn't you know it? I do. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> Um, so we're actually going to have more than three songs added to the playlist. Look out this week. What? Yeah. First yeah, time ever. Yeah. I think you had some requests. We did. Um, and, and so you, as always, you can check out, uh, the good morning guys morning playlist on Spotify. Uh, we're, we're always adding music for you to get your good morning on. Um, and so, uh, all of these are kind of, uh, you know, circled around, themed around, uh, you know, superheroes, or maybe they were involved when so, with some sort of a superhero movie. Um, so, uh, first off, we're going to do uh, Superman, It's Not Easy by Five for Fighting. Mm-hmm. Real good, real good song. Um, the next song is uh, Seal's Kiss from a Rose, which was in the uh, the Batman Forever soundtrack. Nice. Um, and the, yeah, and probably, then, probably the best part of that movie was the soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, Batman forever was okay. And then Batman and Robin is just, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. yeah but um, the seal song lives on and it's amazing. This is, this is true. This is very true. Um, and then, uh, we're going to do, uh, the song hero by Chad Kroger and Josie Scott and regardless of what you think about Nickelback, and I'm really not a fan of Nickelback anymore, but that song was awesome. It was on the the original uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man soundtrack. Um, so that was a great song. Still is a great song. Um, we're also going to add uh, Black Sabbath's Iron Man on there, mm-hmm. uh, which was actually used cool. in in the movie Iron Man, of course, at the very end of the movie. Appropriately, uh, yes. Yeah. And, and then we're going to add uh, Three Doors Down's Kryptonite. And then we'll add uh, the song Someone Just Like This uh, by Coldplay and the Chainsmokers, which talks a lot about, you know, superheroes and their all their, their different gifts. But, um, you know, specifically, they're just looking for that human element. That's a lot of what the song is about. So, yeah. Going to add those to the playlist, and I hope you enjoy them, as well as the others already on the list. Fantastic. Well, that's all for this good morning. Remember to connect with us as a podcast on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, The Good Morning Guys, or at The GMG Podcast. Beyond that, we look forward to talking at you again next week on podcast services around the globe as we celebrate the second week of the new year and hopefully continue our New Year's resolutions Alrighty then, my podcasting brothers of part, part, nope, just messed that up. Alrighty then, my podcasting brothers, Pat, Mark, and Ronnie J, and you listeners, our friends and family, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives, lives as you live, work, and game. Jamatane, and until next week. One, two, three, four.
should totally make fart noises every time we mess up. I'm thinking in my head, like, am I going to edit that out? Nope. Nope. I'm going to yeah. do you, you're you, not. Man, way you better. Whatever there's, you want, man. There's definitely parts in this whole episode where we're going to be editing it out, but that part right there, no. No <laughs> way. That, thank that, you. That <laughs> part is staying so in. <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah, that just came out. I was like, oh, I just hacked that up right at the end. Beautiful. <laughs>